0: You're listening to the Sound Girls Podcast with Susan and Becky from Central Florida. The Sound Girls mission is to inspire and empower the next generation of women in audio. Our mission is to create a supportive and inclusive community for women, non-binary people, people of color, and all marginalized groups working in audio and music production, providing the tools, knowledge, and support to further their careers.
1: Kristen Dean, better known as KD, is a highly requested system engineer for 8th Day Sound. Kristen has been touring for over 10 years and has had some amazing life experiences traveling around the world and working with some of the best in the industry. She has been working in professional audio for the last 17 years after quitting her corporate engineering job. She has toured with Jay-Z, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Earth, Wind & Fire, Drake, and Madonna to name a few. Recently, Kristen started an organization called Commissioned to help encourage women and minorities pursue STEM, and that's STEM with two M's, science, technology, engineering, math, and music careers, charging others that they are commissioned to make a difference. Welcome, Kristen. (laughs) Welcome, (laughs) Kristen.
2: Yay!
1: but it says stem s-t-e-m-m so the second m is music and yeah. that, i haven't seen that one too often so that's pretty cool well
2: i don't think a lot of people realize how much technology we actually use behind the scenes totally. so i was like yeah. i gotta add it
0: <laughs> yeah and getting uh more and more technologically advanced as we go too yeah i i mean i came up how long have you been in the industry
2: uh, touring 11 years, but I started doing it back in the analog days at church.
0: Right. So me too. And like it's <laughs> coming through that crazy world of switch over from analog to digital and then seeing where it's gone from there even is yeah. blowing my mind. It's, it moves so fast, you know? Yeah. But, uh,
1: I felt like it exploded, and i i was- always wondered while I was working if I missed something <laughs> or if we just went from analog to digital just like that and i I think it was just like that, right
0: I think um, so. pretty much, yeah, yeah, I jumped from analog to digital console like right as soon as it switched over and then all the hell that came with that of everything <laughs> crashing and burning and like, Oh my God, I'm in the middle of a show. And all of a sudden none of my faders work. What the hell just happened? Um, yeah, you know Um no. Yeah. I think we've all been through those days. <laughs> a lot <Yeah>. of us <laughs> <laughs> And then into fiber lines and cat five Dante yeah. networks and all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's your main gig, right? That's what you do. Yeah. I'm a network engineer now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you, so you had a master's degree already in engineering, though, is that
2: right? Before, yeah, you... I have uh, mechanical engineering, so not quite related, but engineering right. nonetheless.
0: <laughs> but a lot of physics and a lot of uh, yeah. how things, how components yeah. work with each other, and that kind of stuff. A lot of thermodynamics, stuff like that. So, was it easy for you to jump into audio world and and yeah, all I think of that
2: it was. from there? Cool. Um, yeah, I probably would have been better off as an electrical engineer, but in school i didn't really like it so i stuck with mechanical because when i graduated um i did a lot of internships in the auto industry because i love cars so that's why i did mechanical engineering um and then i worked through internships and like the first eight years of my career i worked at all three of the big auto companies so oh wow and then i was like nope no more of this i don't like you
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you drive a cool car
2: not really. I have no. a Jeep, but I love, I love my, this is like my fourth Jeep, so. Oh yeah,
1: we have a I Wrangler. Um, I a Jeep
2: too. Got yeah. the Grand Cherokee and it's like my fourth one. Nice. But it's time for a new one. I'm like, do I branch out now because I don't work there anymore? Or <laughs> what do I do?
1: <laughs> Man, they have that hybrid electric Jeep Wrangler coming out soon. That looks really cool.
2: I mean, really, I want a Tesla, but you know. Don't we get all? get back to work for that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> for,
2: for show, for show.
0: You got to get uh, that Tesla money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I would like to make some of that Tesla money. I think we all would, right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm still stuck in my Ford, though. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I am oh, looking really? at the new Ford Rangers. I can't. Man, they're so cool. Yeah. I just watched a whole video about the Ford oh, wow. F-150s. <laughs> F- I'm, I'm that weird with it. My dad sells cars, so I get into okay. everything, But And I grew up in Michigan, so it's kind of in my blood, right? I grew it. up in Cleveland, so I know.
2: There you <laughs> got- my grandfather worked at Ford for
0: 52 years. Well, you can't beat that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of why I'm still driving a Ford. <laughs> but uh, so let's talk about uh You. Um what obstacles uh have you faced in the industry uh getting in? Um you got out of corporate because you didn't like that so much, and then you jumped in the audio industry. how did that work out for you?
2: Surprisingly there was a lot of similarities in the fact that like it's a man's world. Yeah. Uh, it was it wasn't strange for me to walk in and not see another woman there, which is kind of right. how it was when I was at corporate. Um, and then just trying to assert myself and prove that I actually knew what I was talking about is always challenging at first and then um I think when people started finding out like oh she's actually kind of smart she's got degrees like she really <laughs> probably knows what she's talking about that that didn't hurt <laughs> right All right uh, yeah it's just and then as time has gone on I've definitely seen more women out on the road um, of course we always have to think about it's harder for us because some of us have family. So we're not trying to trying to be on the road, but in my case, right. that's not a problem. So yeah, mine um, either. <laughs> yeah. But one day it will be. So, you know, <laughs> so you have the
0: fallback on. So did you work in the, uh, the warehouse a lot before you hit the road? Was that part of like training and once you got hired by eighth day and.
2: Yeah, I did a quick warehouse stint. I was only in there for six months. Um, I was supposed to do a year internship and then one day the boss came in the in the shop and was like, I wanna send you out on this so you can get your feet wet and see how it goes. What and was your there, first run out? What, who um, was- two weeks with earth when they're
0: Oh, that's a little bit throw you in the hot seat
2: there. <laughs> yeah. But I had great people like on the crew with me, so I learned a lot fast and uh I just went from there. After that I went out on Drake and we did that was probably like his second tour. So it was really early wow. on in his career. Yeah.
0: So were you system teching for Drake or running sound?
2: So I was, when I first went out, I was a PA tech. Okay. Um, and then I was like doing the stage patch and then I worked my way up and probably on Drake's third tour, I was system, I was system tech and crew chief. Very cool. Yeah. So,
0: so those I, were all my was
2: pretty short. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it sounds like you jumped right in. Like uh, yeah. what, what kind of gave you the drive or did you just know it just made sense? To you? you just knew how you, yeah, you could do it and you jumped in or were you just like, I'm jumping off the cliff?
2: So in the shop, I would spend a lot of time, like we always do system preps um, before they go out. I would spend a lot of time asking the guys that were prepping the system what they were doing and trying to learn how everything went together. Um and asking a lot of questions and then I would spend some time afterwards um, just playing with the gear and making sure that I understood how to build it and put it together so that when it went out if something went wrong I could fix it. Um, I think that had a lot to do with how quickly I was able to learn what was going on yeah. and then before I went out as a system tech my first tour um, they took a couple of us a week and we were in the conference room and they were just training us on Here's what you do when you walk in the building, you know, just like going through a typical day of what you need to do to get your job done for that day. And that was, that was critical to me because it made me like have in my mind a checklist. Of, okay. I walk in. I got to find the yeah. rigger. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then, okay, now my team's coming in. We have to unload the truck. Just all the details that you might not necessarily think about, especially like when you're first starting, you're like, I don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. Or what to Yeah. 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 yeah, or the or the even the people that you need to talk to so that you can get the right. job done. Oh. Yeah,
1: totally true. Um, tell do you want to talk about uh, your new adventure with commissioned?
2: It's in it's in the early. It's kind of hard to do now because I'm not out on the road and I can't have girls come in or anybody come in and like yeah observe and see what they're doing. But I do have a, a young lady that lives in Atlanta that I check in with pretty regularly. Just to see how she's doing and see if I can answer any questions on gear or, you know, contact for her to try and get herself her foot in the door. She used to live in Texas and she worked at a church for a long time and she decided that she wanted to tour. Mm -hmm. Um, And she grew up in Texas. She was like, I'm going to move and, you know, see if I can get my feet in the door. So she decided to move to Atlanta. And I think she's working uh, local. Well, she was trying to work local crew, but, you know, everything shut down right now. So. Just trying to keep her motivated so that when we come back, she can, you know, hit the ground running. She knows how to operate consoles. She understands signal flow. So it's just a matter of getting exposure for her. And that's the idea behind commission. Um, I feel like representation matters. And I didn't see anybody that looked like me when I started. And it's kind of discouraging. And I wanted to be able to help other people that may be interested or maybe not even know that this job exists find out about it and figure out how to make their way.
0: That's awesome. So are you, do you have like a website, things like that? Are you like guest I have speaking?
2: a domain. Okay, <laughs> I haven't okay. finished the website yet, but yeah, it's all in process. Awesome. Um, there'll be like a, a survey, a questionnaire like for girls that want to get a mentor things like that. I mean, it's a lot of things that like Sound Girl and Diversify the Stage are already doing, which mm-hmm. I have, you know, told them that I'm willing to work with them also so that we can all make the yeah. change that that needs to happen in yeah. our industry because it's overdue. Absolutely.
0: Totally. We were just talking to, uh, Ann Mincielli and, uh, she's working with, um, Alicia Keys on She Rocks and that that's one of the things we were talking about was like, you know, just because your vision is a little bit this way and yours is this way, it's not like, we can't all help each other. Like it's time that exactly. we all helped each other move forward, you know, and like diversify the stage and us work together. And we all just share the commonwealth, you know, like the, yeah. the whole the whole bottom line is that like, we all can work in this industry. Cause we all are smart and we all
2: are engineers and we, you know what I mean? And we, and all, we can make like, it bigger with yeah. working together. Cause I mean, there's a lot of people that you guys know that I have no idea exists. Cause I'm in my little bubble over here. Same. And so, We're in their bubble over there. So I just feel like, you know, collaboration is key. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
1: I love hearing about all these uh, like independent projects everyone's working on because it just shows that collectively there is a passion and like a push that we all feel like we need to reach other people or each other and bring everybody up and like, you know, continuously spread the word, I guess. Yeah. I love
0: it. How did you know, like, when you were a kid that you were into the STEM type stuff, or was that just something you found?
2: Uh, so I was the kind of kid that liked to take things apart and put them back together. Me too. <laughs> um, my dad <laughs> tells the story of how I was like playing with a lamp one day. Thankfully, it wasn't plugged in, <laughs> and taking uh, <laughs> apart just trying to figure out how it works. And uh, and then you know, growing up in elementary school and high school my parents were teachers so there was no like chill summers we had to like do educational uh, stuff so I was in like engineering summer programs and it gave me opportunity to explore yeah so um and also with them being teachers there was no going to be on the road right away I had to go to college like I had to figure out some way to yeah, you can't tell living. people <laughs> that you want to be a roadie. I don't think yeah. that would have gone over so well. <laughs> and then, I mean, that was in the late nineties. There wasn't there wasn't that much that people knew about where you could even go learn how to do it. So, mom and dad were. Like, I didn't yeah. even bring it up. Honestly, I was like, if that's not an option, so let's just go to engineering school and uh, we'll work from there. <laughs> that's but, awesome. Uh, so, but when I quit my job, they were like, "You want to do what?" <laughs> so. I think it helped that my first job out of school was I was a technical director at a church mm-hmm. and you know my family's very strong in our faith and um so I was like, okay, well yeah, we know that pastor so if they want to send you to full cell and then you' go work for them for a while that's fine but then when that ended mostly around the recession of two thousand eight because you know the economy yeah. basically collapsed yeah. Uh, they were like, oh, "You want to do what?" And that's when I started at Eighth 8 A in two thousand ten. But it worked out. Yeah, oh, really, I like, was going to how, yeah. how are
0: they? How are the folks now with uh, all of the credentials you have under your belt? They were
2: great until COVID. Now they're <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think we're all in the same boat on that <laughs> one for sure. Yeah. Like, well, you know, you can't can't be a roadie if there's no road to go out to There's no
2: road, yeah. yeah.
0: So So what have you been old. what have you been doing with your downtime?
2: I've been doing a lot of reading. Like yeah. I didn't realize how much I like to read. I mean I kinda oh, did, oh. but I got all kinds of books I've been reading and you know, just taking some classes on the inter internet and Yeah. Um I guess what most everybody else is doing, just passing time. Home projects, for sure. Yeah, for Bodies sure. I have a lot of projects.
1: unfinished home projects that I'll start and then get really busy and then not finish. Yeah. Um. I, so I, hope, to, you're, like, I hope you're better along than I am. Yeah, I there.
2: had to, like, force myself to finish Power Washing the Fence. Uh, it took a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> But it looks I,
1: good. <laughs> I love pressure washing. So if you ever need help with that, I... <laughs> yeah, so I got to do my
2: driveway next. <laughs> <laughs> I, could
1: literally, I have considered so many times, like, could I just quit my day job and be a power washer? Because I love it. You are all about why. that instant. <laughs> I love It is it. gratification. It's like, oh, man, <laughs> this
2: looks so much better than it did, but I'm tired. <laughs>
1: yeah, I got to do my driveway, too. I've been putting it off because that, yeah. that's not as fun as, like, the side of the house.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I've realized in this down time that I work way better under stress than I do without (laughs) it. Like, I don't get crap done if I don't have 75 things going on at once. Mm -hmm. And that's so weird because I'm like, I literally have all day. I could just finish this project. But it just seems mundane if it's not run at high stress level for some reason. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, that's why we enjoy the road. Like, it's high stress. (laughs) And we, we handle it.
0: Yeah, and and, then, and it feeds me too. Like I, yeah. I I realize it energizes me and I feed off of it. So it's definitely a a different makeup with some people for sure. And yeah. how we're all handling the whole downtime, I think.
2: Yeah. I mean I last year I was at the point where I was like, I need a break, but I never expected to get a COVID break.
1: Yeah. Because it's not even a fun break. You can't, you know, go see a movie or go to the bar or go on vacation. It's it's just a
2: lousy break. See your family, any of that, you know. It's kind of like,
0: yeah.
2: Do you feel like you've
0: gotten a little bit of uh, much-needed rest, though, now that you've been home forever? Uh,
2: In this process, I have converted to being vegan, and uh, just because I needed to get my health together. yeah. So this definitely, it def, the downtime definitely helped with that because there's a lot of food problems <laughs> being, <laughs> yeah. being put. Um,
1: yeah, we actually have a lot of nice places here in town, here in Orlando, yeah. that you can go to, which I'm pleasantly surprised about.
2: Yeah. Oh, so, so yes, I have gotten my health together and I have gotten rest and... That's awesome. We'll see what happens when we go back out.
0: Re- ready to hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. Ready ready to hit the ground running, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. One yeah. recommendation I, I could give to everybody is just to not be like me and just keep lifting weights. Because when I did when I had to go uh move some speakers around, I was like, Oh my god, I'm so weak. When did this happen? I have no muscles. So
0: that is yeah. my recommendation. Is if you can try to I recently
2: pump did that, that too. So, yeah
0: yeah working out is definitely back in the program yeah (laughs) i
2: was gonna say sore a couple of first weeks back but for sure
0: for sure (laughs) (laughs) so tell us a little bit more about your commissioned uh work and like what you're doing are you bringing people out on the road with you um when you are on the
2: road like mentoring so i would like to open it up to like um whatever city i'm in for that day or two um if there's a young lady or even a gentleman, it doesn't matter. Anybody that's interested in coming out to, you know, see what we do behind the scenes. Um, just give them a picture. Like one time I brought my mom in, out on tour and uh, she had no idea everything that happened behind the scenes. Like when we come in the room, how there's nothing there. And then by showtime, you know, we've got a stage because we were traveling with a stage on that tour. So I was like I had no idea you guys did all this every day. I was like, Yes, <laughs> every single every day. And and I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of young people that don't realize, you know, what it takes to put on a concert. Like they see all the lights, you know, and all the high energy of the show, but the technical aspect of it a lot of people don't realize. So I just wanna be able to give chance give people a chance to explore that and, you know, determine if it's something that maybe they're interested in or passionate about because You know, a lot of people that do, um, my experience, a lot of the guys that I work with that do sound, their ultimate goal is to be like front house engineer, And I prefer the technical side of it. So, you know, that's not necessarily something my highest goal in doing this. I do enjoy being a system tech and the challenges that come with that from day to day. So what are uh, some of the challenges? (laughs) <laughs> some of the challenges i mean you name it i've had consoles crash during walk-in music i've had <laughs> <laughs> i've had i mean gear get damaged i had a truck catch on fire once and our gear was in it but the, oh, no. the truck driver was able to disconnect the cab from the trailer so we didn't lose anything that day um i've been in europe where shows were canceled for transportation issues because, you know, you have to catch ferries to certain parts of the UK and, and we didn't make it. I mean, there's any number of things that can happen trying to get yeah. across the country. I mean, like this time of year is when it starts snowing. You never know if you're going to make it to the next city. You don't know yep. if you're going to get in a snowstorm or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's just that. And then, you know, it's a traveling community of people with a whole bunch of different personalities. And different objectives. And you have to learn how to work with, you know, people in other departments. Like I've got to work with the lighting guys. I've got to work with the video guys. We've got to claim our space and go from there. And I've had some shows. I remember um, I was on Mary J. Blige a couple of years ago. And we got into a city late. I think we arrived in the city at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And we had a show that night. And Holy cow. Some kinda of way by seven thirty I was tuning the PA while the people are coming in. Wow. They're like cheering every time I make noise, checking the PA to make sure that everything's working. And then we just like hit it and had a show. Wow. So That's impressive. Those days are challenging and stressful. Yeah. But when yeah. you get it done, it's like, man, we did that.
0: Yeah. I was just gonna say, uh, ask you what your favorite day of show was, but some of those tend to, <laughs> some of those ones tend to be the best and the worst because you're able to pull it off. But yeah, yeah. what those, a, definitely
2: the most rememberable. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, most of my days are pretty chill. Um, I'm a planner, so I'll think about what we're doing, you know, for the week, and then try and get my team you know, sometimes I have people that have been with me touring a long time and sometimes I have new people. So I'm just trying to make sure that everybody's on the same page and that we have a game plan on how we're going to get our job done. So that ultimately, so we can get a break before the show. Yeah. Yeah. Some days are very, very long. You don't get a break. And then we also have to support opening acts. So we're back, you know, right after doors open to support opening acts and then get through the headliner. So, you know, the the headlining artist engineer comes out at, like, 8 o'clock, but we've been out there since 6, still trying yeah. to, you know, put on a show for the for the crowd.
1: Do you have a lot of people that work with you, or do you do most of it by yourself? Oh, no, in, I have a team specific. of people. Okay. Yeah, That's there's awesome. a team
2: of us. Um, Depending on the size of the tour, we could have anywhere from, like, three people on the audio crew, and then some of the bigger tours, we had like, 11. It just really depends on how much the uh, production manager wants to pay for as far as crew goes and what the needs are and how much mm-hmm. we have to do. Yeah. So.
0: And you crew chief, like, whoever's under your team, I suppose. Yeah. That's your crew
2: chief title. Yeah, my crew chief title is just I'm in charge of the audio team. So anything, production concerns, artist concerns will come to me, and then we'll, between myself and the engineers, we'll figure out what we need to do. That's Make awesome.
0: Have you ever had to just jump in at front of house and, like, run cold? Like, you know, because I know a lot of crew chiefs and – uh and system techs and stuff, if something goes wrong with the engineer, you know, or they can't be there or. Yeah. I've,
2: um, or <laughs> one of my coworkers, when I first started, he was like, when you get out here, you need to pay attention because there's going to come a time where you are going to have to step in. Yeah. And he was right. Um Unfortunately, I had an engineer whose mother passed. And so he, he had to go. I mean, it was like, there's no question about it. You got to get out of here take care of your family stuff. So I ended up mixing oh 10 God. shows for him. Wow. And who, who was that with? That was with Mary J. Blige. Um, then I also had to fill in another time on the Bad Boy reunion tour for the last three shows, one of which was Los Angeles. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, thankfully it was the last show, so no matter how bad it went, it was over. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it ended up okay. It ended up okay. That's good.
0: uh, yeah that's crazy when you're in that moment of stress and then it hasn't been the band you've been with for a long time and all of a sudden you're stepping in the hot seat or you've heard them mixed by someone else but mostly you're probably backstage or working on something else that you're working on you know so it's hard to jump in there and just do you did you just take his console file and go for it or did you well that one
2: i was his system tech so we worked together the whole tour so it was pretty seamless like he recommended it to tour management he was like she's been here she knows how i do my show let her do it and they were like all right fine we'll we'll do that so that one that one was that was good like it wasn't it wasn't as hot of the hot seat (laughs) as it could (laughs) have been
0: well that's awesome I mean and to be a front house engineer know that your system tech has it you know if you have to leave for some reason too is like one of the coolest things being able to have that team that's kind of uh, layered so to speak so someone else can step in your shoes is also that just shows a lot to the way you crew chief too and uh, are able to step away Yeah,
2: I think that's cool it's it was high pressure but it was it was good pressure (laughs) i like it what's some
0: advice you have uh that you'd like to share with other people um
2: speak up for yourself uh one thing that i've learned is if you don't understand something ask a question like don't be afraid to ask because it's better to ask a question about it than really blow it (laughs) yeah um by doing the wrong thing so um a lot of people are scared to you know well if i ask this question they're gonna know they're gonna think that i don't know what i'm doing but i'm like, well. If you don't ask the question and you do it your own way, then they're really going to know you didn't know what you were doing. So just ask the question. And, you know, also I say practice. Like when you learn something, practice it so you don't forget it. I learn by doing. So I might read something about a console, but until I'm actually behind it and I get to play with it and feel my way around on it, I don't remember it as well as, you know, practicing and using it. Which I think is the reason why a lot of us are in this business anyway, because we learn by doing.
0: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Yeah, That's part of the whole STEM thing, right? It's like, we learn by taking all that stuff apart since we were kids, putting it back together and all the other little, yeah. All the other little things that come with that, you know, building it and figuring out the inside of it. And then like, Oh, that's how it works on the outside. That makes total sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very much that kind of person. I could read the uh-huh. whole manual and still be like, what? And then put my hands yeah, on it. be
2: one sentence in the manual and be like, that doesn't make sense. i right. just throw everything else off. <laughs> yep. And then and you then go I... do it and you're like, oh, that's what they meant? Oh, okay, I got yeah, it. It's like, <laughs>
0: click, 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 all the little pieces yeah. and parts come together and you're like, that makes total sense now. Okay.
2: They should have worded yeah. it like this. How <laughs> <laughs> do <did> the same? <laughs> yeah. so, and then, um, as a tech, I would say problem solving is probably my biggest skill. Um, you know, when you're learning how to do sound, they always talk talk to you about um, signal flow. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that knowing signal flow has saved me my job plenty of times. Just yeah. being able to, like, go to the beginning and be like, okay, so it goes here, and then it's supposed to be this, and it's supposed to be that. Oh, that's not working. Okay, there it is. I fixed it. But when you're, like, all over the place, like, well, it could be there or it could be, I'm like, no, just slow down, take a second, think about what's going on. Start at the beginning yeah. and work
1: your way through. It sounds so trivial, but you really have to start at the smallest thing. And and just mm-hmm. saying it out loud, even though it sounds stupid, like, I know that this starts here and then it goes to this and then it goes to this. Yep. It's just, it's it has to happen that way because you're not going to find... The random thing in the middle, unless you go right from the beginning to the end.
2: And then if you find something in the middle, it could be because of A, B, or C. So if you didn't go in order, you can have more
1: than one problem. (laughs) There's more than one thing that can screw up. So (laughs) you solve one, but then something else is still wrong. Right. Right.
0: I thought there was something really cool that you said right at the beginning of your sentence there, and you said, slow down. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and I was like, dude, that was the hardest (laughs) lesson for me to learn. Was slow down like stop trying to overthink things are coming
2: at you at that time when something's going wrong you're like guys hold on a second let me think
0: yeah and and what takes you what what takes you 30 seconds to think through something seems like it's 30 minutes in an environment like that it it really feels like it feels like the end of the world is coming and you can't, you have seconds to, you know, to disarm the bomb. Like, that's just the,
2: that's, <laughs> that's pretty much feeling. what it feels like. You're trying yeah. to disarm yes. the bomb.
1: <laughs> and but it's if you really don't have that like, time, you'll cut the wrong wire. You know what I'm saying? Exactly.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's really like 30 seconds, right? Can you tell? Yeah. I've just been watching Sometimes. a lot of like shoot shows and <laughs> law and order and whatnot. Uh, everything, <laughs> everything <laughs> turns into a dramatic TV show right now. Yes. Yes. But, but that's that's the feeling I get and that's like when I'm training a new person or or coming up you know and my my mentor said that to me all the time slow down stop think think signal flow where are you Mm -hmm. in the process like start at your source and go through from there and like I noticed that I teach people the same way now because it's an invaluable lesson you know if you don't know signal flow go back to the beginning and learn it because you're never gonna get anything done (laughs) Maybe
2: spinning in circles. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Cool. What else do you got to add to that? What else do you want to say to us? I don't even know. Uh, dude, I need more
2: coffee today, y'all. <laughs> well, a that's, a, that's
0: a good question.
1: Kristen, what is your go-to beverage? What is your
2: It used to be Coke Zero, but I've cut that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more on water, like sparkling waters now.
1: Yeah. What, I like what kind most. do you like? Do you are you a bubbly are you a lacra which one are you
2: um whatever's on sale at Costco <laughs> <laughs> no um Zephyr Hills bubbly is good uh then there's the bubbly. The bu- like pretty much all of them yeah are fine with me uh, i
1: ha- I have a very specific preference i I like the bubbly, the bu-
2: oh, okay. bubbly
1: brand because right. the other ones just don't they just don't do it for me the same okay I don't
2: know
0: that's fair. Yeah dude there's so many out there I don't I even know, know where like,
2: to go you go to the store and you're like where this come from? Oh, is this? Oh, well let's try I that have, <laughs> yeah I have like 13 different packs and I'm not
0: even <laughs> that huge into bubbly water I just want to try it all <laughs> yeah. I was like I, like what is like one of the ones is called like a pample moose or something like that oh, <laughs> yes, that's the isn't
2: it yeah, yeah that's like Awful! It's, it's like ass, man. It's, but I know people on the road that love it. I'm like, no like, oh, grapefruit. I'm like, that was disgusting. We had that on the bus one
0: night, and someone handed it to me. I was like, it's just not even a word. I don't even know what this means. And they're like, it's grapefruit. I'm like, I'm from Florida. There's nothing called this in, in grapefruit. <laughs> like, if there is, I don't know about it. And right, like, right. I, opened, I opened it, and it was like everybody was real quiet,
2: and I knew then it was going to be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> they're all waiting for your reaction and you're like you got set me up
0: I was like this is like ass y'all <laughs> like, this is nasty <laughs> <laughs> alright well Kristen thank you so much for hanging out with us and talking with us today and Absolutely. getting to know I you a little it. bit and uh, yeah we're gonna keep following you if we can find you somewhere
2: about yeah. the stem i work stuff. on that I'm working on that <laughs> I'm just no I'll pressure I'm just messing it. <laughs> with totally messing. no with you. you're not the first person like okay where is it I'm like okay <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it just give me a second <laughs> that's right we'll get to you we'll track you down on social media somewhere <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> or whatever but,
2: uh, I don't really post but I'm on there
0: <laughs> yeah folks follow Kristen and stay in in tune with what she's doing and uh I keep calling you Kristen but do you prefer Katie
2: that's what the people on the road know me as. So your they're going
0: to be like, who? <laughs> okay. Follow KD. Everybody knows KD. Yeah. And, uh, and we will, uh, looking for you once we all get back out there. Hopefully our paths will cross. Come forward to Cool. Thank you. You guys stay Thanks safe. You. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Sound Girls Podcast, resonating beyond sound. We look forward to interviewing another amazing sound human next week and hanging out some more with all you sound girls. Have a wonderful week.